0: Hello and welcome to Minta Dialogue, episode number 69. This interview is with Normandy Madden, recorded on my latest trip to Shanghai. This podcast gives us a glimpse into the Chinese digital market. Normandy is the executive producer of Thoughtful China, a weekly online advertising affairs program featuring all sorts of personalities and points of view on the issues in China's advertising market. Previously, Normandy was the Asia editor for AdAge. Normandy provides some great insights about the Chinese market and the differences that are apparent in the Chinese digital marketing world. Come and discover the Chinese market. Welcome to the Minter Dialogue Internet Show, where we discuss brand marketing with a focus on all things digital. I am Minter Dial, author of TheMindset.com, that's T-H-E-M-Y-N-D-S-E-T, where branding gets personal. You'll find the show notes on the blog for the upcoming interview. Let's cut to quick. Enjoy the show. So, it's a very hot, sweltering day in Shanghai, and I have the pleasure to meet Normandy Madden. Now, the funny thing about Normandy is that um, her last name is Madden, which is also the last name of the last guest on the show, No Relation, Krista. Hi, Krista. Anyway, Normandy, tell us uh, who you are and what you do out here.
1: Hello. Uh, thanks for having me on your on your podcast. Um, my name is Normandy Madden. I'm an executive producer at uh, Thoughtful China, uh, working in Shanghai. And uh, my main role here is producing a, a weekly talk show about doing business and building brands in China.
0: It must be a fascinating uh, fascinating thing to be following what's going on here. If you had to think of the top top of mind. Things which are the most uh, exciting to look at in terms of the changes in the landscape here in China. What would be something that comes to mind for you?
1: Uh, The most immediate one is uh, social media. Uh, That's really exploded here in China. Uh, First, it was uh, sites like Renren, then it's moved into Sina Weibo, and now we're hearing a lot about WeChat. And I'm sure there'll be something else coming out next year that everyone will be talking about.
0: And so if, if when, when people who listen to this show, we're all talking social media. So we're used to things like Facebook and Twitter, which are not allowed here in China. What uh, what, what are the kind of things? Because you, you know both. What are the kinds of things that you see as differences between Sina you know, Weibo, WeChat, Renren, and uh, what we're used to, Facebook and Twitter?
1: Um, I think one of the main differences between China and other markets is uh, that in other markets there's mass media that that there's more trust in, and so in China people don't really trust the mass media around them, and so they turn to other people for information and for referrals, and social media has sort of taken over not only in sort of conversations and fun but areas like e-commerce. So you get reviews and referrals and, and recommendations that are incredibly valuable, mm-hmm. which you see, it's much more important here than it would be in the West. Yeah,
0: it's, it's been fascinating discovering this. All right, so let's, let's, let's uh, just dig in on Thoughtful Media a little bit. So I know, uh, and maybe you could link back to your past in terms of ad age. Tell us exactly what Thoughtful Media is doing and, and uh, some of the, uh, you know, maybe events that you're about to run.
1: Well, yeah, I was with AdAge before for 15 years. Uh, The last 13, I was the Asia editor, uh, and I was very happy, obviously. I had that job for a long time. Uh, But then Thoughtful Media Group's uh, founders, Jack Severson and Dan Thorman, came to me in Hong Kong and told me about the idea for the company and what they were trying to do, and and I'll explain that in a second. But my reaction was, wow, that's, that's amazing, because every conversation I have, every interview I have in China, Uh, whether it's with an advertiser or an agency, they say, and this is about two and a half years ago now, they say we need to be doing more in digital and more in social, and we need to find ways to do it that are creative and engaging and relevant and, and fun and real, and we have no idea how to do it. That's what everyone was saying. So we need to find a solution. And the Thoughtful Media Group uh, business model is one of the ways to do that. So I, I was really quite excited about it when they told me about it. Uh, essentially, we create online video content, and we use social media to develop uh, a, an audience for the content, a following. People who have liked, fan, followed, and subscribed to our uh, characters, uh, meaning sort of like television characters, but they're video characters, not animated. Animated. And advertisers can license that content, giving them an exclusive uh, communication outlet with these people. And the content is designed to uh, appeal to a target market that matches what the brand's target market is. So mm-hmm. it's really designed to to reach the right people. So you make a customized character and
0: create a following, and then the brand can speak through this character to the audience.
1: Well, the, the trick is that people don't want... Uh, advertising in their content they're turned off by that mm-hmm. so it's more about uh, it's its not branded content it's more like content marketing and so we don't sort of mess up the the entertainment and the fun with with messages it's more about having messages sort of surrounding it which can be you know on the on youtube in in the u.s you can buy out the player box that's next to the content and you can put the character space there saying you know hey uh you know I, people recognize that, and, and and they'll they'll respond to it. So we have a character, you know, who might appeal to like preteen girls, and then you can have an ad. Uh, next to her, with this character's face, saying, "You know, hey, uh, Cody has new lip gloss out. You know, click here for a free sample." Mm-hmm. And the click-through rates for when people recognize someone that they consider a friend, even though they know these are characters right. and they're not real people, it's dramatically higher. The average uh, banner ad click-through rate would be below one percent, but when see people see a face that they know and a friend, it goes, you know, between six percent, eight percent, even higher.
0: Wow. So right, that's what you, you guys. So you guys are doing this in the states as well as in China. Can you give us an example of a brand and a character that's been created in China and make us understand a little bit the world? Uh, that it looks like.
1: Okay, well, one of our clients here is Ford. We've been working with them for a couple of years now, and uh, to market the Ford Focus in China and to to, to attract uh, new car buyers, they realize that these potential consumers are going to be you know 25 to 35, they're young adults, middle class, but you know aspiring upper upper class. That's the average Ford Focus consumer, and they're in actually, China. In China. And they're interested in pop culture and celebrity. So we've created a show for Ford uh, featuring uh, two characters, a star and then his, his funny little sidekick. And they drive around Shanghai in a Ford Focus, and they uh, they do interviews with celebrities. And we get KOLs and, and celebrities of various types on the show. And then... Th- when, when those when those episodes run featuring those people they promote them to their own community so we're constantly expanding the community through all the KOLs we have cool. so we're reaching uh, you know quite a quite a lot of people who are potential Ford car buyers right. and it works very well we, we've we can track that that there are uh, cars that have been sold that, that can be traced back to the show and the content and mm-hmm. the affection people have for it
0: all right so um, firstly on the 25 to 35 year olds are we talking mostly female or male is there a uh, a breakdown on that?
1: Um, I think it's it's more couples, and, oh, and you have to yeah, and the families are often involved in the purchase. Uh,
0: that makes sense. All right, because in China, we you know in the states anyway, we're used to saying that in the social media, largely majority women, fifty seven percent on Twitter, maybe fifty two percent or three on Facebook and so on. Do you have any because uh, we social so big here and dominant? Is there a feeling that I mean, because I haven't seen any statistics that it's more one sex than the other here?
1: Uh, no, I think it's both, and women are, are very much much online, and we have characters devoted to that. There's another example um, I can give. Uh, we work with Kimberly Clark for Kotex, and uh, uh, feminine uh, care is not a topic people talk about in China very openly. Um, it's, it's quite different in the West where, where girls can turn to their mom for, for advice, and they can't do that here. So there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of sort of confusion and a, and a lot of um, misunderstanding. And so Kimberly Clark came to us and, and used one of our characters who's a 20-something uh, tier two girl who moved to Shanghai to make it as a model or an actress, sort of an ugly Betty type story, and uh, worked with this character for uh, I think around six or eight episodes. And the character, uh, we portrayed embarrassing moments in white mm-hmm. pants, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we then the character reached out to her fans saying, hey, tell me your stories. Tell me your embarrassing mm-hmm. moments. Wow. And there, was a, there were thousands of 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 the girls share their stories, and then Kotex, as a brand, came in and could communicate and say, hey, here's what you could do in that situation, or here's how we could help you, or do you want to try our product, we'll send you a free sample, and Mm -hmm. was able to come in and engage directly with them.
0: Did uh, you get a feeling that they use this for research as well, or is it purely in a communication
1: vehicle? Well, you could use these communities for anything. They could be used for research, Uh, but for the most part, it's about communication, Mm-hmm. And it was it was particularly good in an area where where girls could sort of talk a little bit anonymously, mm-hmm. as well. So it mm-hmm. sure. it worked very well. All right,
0: so let's talk about um, the platforms here because you know there's it's so vast now. The number I mean it's really uh, hundreds of millions, eight hundred million usernames on QQ and and four hundred million on um, on uh, Weibo, and, and so these are large numbers you make these characters how do you choose the platform and and uh, and uh, you know the new ones coming up wechat or you know what's the next one tomorrow so who's helping you do that and how do you choose them
1: well, we have some, some experts uh, in our office in social media who we've hired, and we also work with you know the agencies and the brands to find the, the right platform. But China has its own little ecosystem, mm-hmm. and there tends to be a dominant player in sort of each area. So for the video, for the most part, it has been Yoko and, and Tudo mm-hmm. and Sina Weibo in terms of reaching out uh, through social media. Um, but WeChat is becoming more important, and I'm sure there are other things on the Horizon, but at the moment those two are have been the best, but but it, it's changing all the time. Mm-hmm, it's hard right. to say six months from now if we'll be using the same platforms. It's exciting,
0: that's why I'm coming back in six months. So um, when you're working with the brand on one of these projects, whether it's Ford or um, Cotex. How do you come up with an, a return on investment based on this? Is, are they looking at the number of impressions? What, what, what is the number of conversations? How, how, do you, how does that get structured?
1: Well, the, the KPI, it also varies by the client and what their objectives are, but we this isn't about viral, it's not about the number of views for the most part, it's about getting the right views, and it's not even really about views, it's about subscribers, it's about creating a community, Mm -hmm. we're not not trying to do sort of viral, sort of one-off videos that will be seen by millions who then go away and never come back, and also if they're not the right people for the brand, I mean, for uh, for for Kotex, you know, obviously they don't want to reach some seventy-year-old grandma out in tier four. That's mm-hmm. not who their target market is. Or just
0: so. a quick explanation: What are these tier one, two, three, four you're talking
1: about? Uh, most marketers divide China into uh, a number of tiers, usually five, sometimes six. It, it depends by company, but the. The idea is that a, a tier one tier one is Shanghai, Beijing, and Guangzhou. Tier two are the, uh, the the provincial capitals. Tier three are the county capitals. Tier four are the the next level down, whatever prefecture comes below that, and then down to the rural towns and, and villages. Um, and the idea is that is that a white collar worker in Guangzhou, for example, would have more in common with one in Shanghai. And a similar type of job than that Guangzhou person would have with, say, a farmer in Dongguan an hour away. Right. So it's not done by geography or by region. It's more done by the city tier mm-hmm. based on sophistication, awareness to brands, um, education, income. There's a lot of factors there. But.
0: Right. So um – I know you're about to go off and make a presentation to uh, the folks at Ogilvy. I um, wanted to uh, ask you one last question, and I'm coming back for it. So uh, tell us about the, um, the event you're preparing in, in November with Adage
1: okay so uh on november 7th we're bringing the second year of ad Age's women to watch to china we we started this last year um it's a franchise that ad age have had in the u.s since 1997 it's been very successful um and i was involved with that when i worked for ad age and uh so they have a joint venture with thoughtful to bring women to watch to china and this will be the second year and it's honoring uh roughly 15 to 20 women each year and the focus is on uh sort of rising stars. This is not a lifetime achievement award. This is uh, women who are uh, sort of midway or maybe a little bit past through in in their career, and it's the future stars. It's the future CEOs, and it's sort of recognizing women to watch. In business? In marketing and media uh, with a, a focus on advertising, marketing, and media their their client side their agency side there are some uh, entrepreneurs in the tech space it's it's a it's a variety of women
0: and is it open uh, for subsc- you know for people to come or how does it work
1: uh people can buy uh seats or or tables uh, last year we sold out the event and I, I hope we'll sell out this year uh tables are on sale um how and- do you get,
0: do you get um, tickets
1: uh, we're selling them primarily agencies by tables, um, but if there are individuals, um, they can reach out to us. And, and how do
0: they reach out to you? Uh,
1: if you go to thoughtfulmediagroups.com, we have a Th- Thoughtful China website. You can find Normandy Madden, and I'm, I'm, I'm not hard to find. All right, well,
0: i made sure to put that in the show notes. Normandy, how would you like anyone to contact you or follow you? What are the best ways to track what you're up to? Because you are a woman on the net.
1: <laughs> um, I do uh, have to work across both platforms. So I'm on WeChat and Sina Weibo, and I'm also on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Normandy Madden. So that's probably the easiest way for most people to find me.
0: That's for sure. All right, Normandy, great to have you on the show. Thanks for doing it, and uh, good luck with uh, at least uh, what's going on this evening with the Ogilvy folks. And then uh, with the rest and getting thoughtful Me China on the map there.
1: Okay, thank you very much. Thanks for having listened to this
0: recording of the Minta Dialogue Internet Show. You'll find the show notes on themindset.com where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter at forward slash subscribe. If you like the show, please rate it in iTunes, and don't forget to click the handy Facebook like button or to tweet it out. In the meantime, please come join the conversation at The Mindset, or catch me on Twitter at M-D-I-A-L. Happy trails.